Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, this is Bob Costas, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. ML Sports Platter is back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review as we are brought to you by Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, Liverpool Physical Therapy, and our great friend, Courtney at Maple Down Senior Living Community. Make sure you call her today at 315-400-9666. That's 315-400-9666. A place for mom, of course. You can Google that as well. They have all the great things for your loved one. Get them into a senior living community, a little safer and a little bit more sound. They've got awesome happy hour uh, puzzles and games. They have uh, several game rooms, actually. They have an exercise room. They have a movie room. Uh, They have all kinds of activities. And, of course, meals are included, as is your cable television and of course you uh, can get assisted care based on need at Maple Down Senior Living Community. Call Courtney and get your loved one in there now. 315-400-9666. That's 315-400-9666. And a tip of the cap, thank you as well to friends of the platform, the Swan and Whitaker families, Bob Lindsley and Daryl Abert. So here we go. College football playoff is set. And a lot of different things to kind of unpack with us, okay? And these are in really no particular order except for number one. Number one is Florida State got host. And I've heard it all. I've heard it that Florida State, people are assuming would get blown out. They don't have, you know, uh, their starting quarterback. Even if the backup is playing, they're going to get blown out. I've heard that their resume um, isn't good enough because they didn't beat a good enough Louisville team in the ACC title game, which is also false. Both of those are false because you can't assume somebody getting blown out. Uh, also, did you see the line in Alabama, Georgia, the underdog one? Did you see the line in Tulane, SMU, the underdog one? Did you see the line in Oregon and Washington? Yeah. Okay, Oregon was supposed to wipe the floor, according to all these experts, with Washington, and Washington won. Washington <clears throat> is playing for the college football playoffs. So all those things are just garbage. Now, I will tell you that I understand Michigan being in, Washington being in, Alabama being in, and I also understand the committee's thought with, and I get beauty pageant, brands, money, blah, 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 matchups that they want. Okay, those things exist, of course. I know the politics of college sports because I'm also a St. Bonaventure grad, and I know that they can finish with the greatest RPI in college hoops history in 2015-16 and get left out of the NCAA tournament. I know how the politicking goes. I get it. You can earn it, you deserve it, and you can still be left out. And this is Florida State, by the way. This is big money. This is Power 5. This ain't St. Bonaventure, okay? And I get all of Alabama, Michigan, Washington getting in. I also, on top of those things I just mentioned, I also understand the committee going, well, the head-to-head is so great that you beat Alabama in terms of Texas. That if we put Alabama in, we have to put Texas in. I understand the thinking, I disagree with the thinking because one game should not be a whole resume. It's a big chunk of it. Trust me. I credit Texas for going out of their way to schedule one of those games. Not all not all these schools do it. By the way, see Michigan, and I'll get to them in a second. Um, and I know that all the schedules are, are, are made in advance, so sometimes Michigan has them, sometimes they don't. Sometimes Bama, Texas, USC, Oklahoma has them, sometimes they don't. Florida State, sometimes they have them, sometimes they don't. Usually Florida State does, though, because every single year you can guarantee them playing Florida, you know, in terms of the rivalry game, right? So that's a guarantee. It's just a matter of if Florida is, is, is a greater elite team, right? And sometimes they're not. This year they weren't. I still think it was a great win. So... 
I do understand all those things. I don't agree with all of them. I don't. I'm fine with Washington, Michigan, and Texas being in. But if you look at the Texas win, okay, and uh, against Alabama, that is that's phenomenal. It's a great win. It's unbelievable. It's probably the win of the year. You go into Alabama and win that game. But it isn't everything. It's not like Roger Federer, you know, up against Rafael Nadal. That should be the only thing where we, you know, judge. Uh, if he's the GOAT or not, right? I mean, it, that's ridiculous. What about ATP wins, weeks at number one, blah, blah, blah. What about rivalries with other guys? Uh, now, granted, Djokovic, I think, has a better record as well. But you get the point. You can be the Kansas City Chiefs in the NFL and lose to the Chargers in week six, but still play for a Super Bowl, still get home field advantage. Like, all those things are still there. You also, back to the point of, you know, back to the point of the, uh, you know, the quarterbacks and, you know, assuming that you're going to get blown out and all that sort of thing. You can't really do that because as I remember, Florida State, the last few games, one with their backup start, with their backup quarterback and with their third string quarterback. And I got news for you. I got news for you. Florida State should be getting back Tate Rotemaker and they're not a bad team with him in there. They're not a bad team. They're not. They're a championship contender with Jordan Travis, but they're not just like falling down on their faces. And by the way, this big, you know, Louisville team, right, that was supposed to go and score points against Florida State in the ACC title game, right? They were supposed to run all over them, right? Third string quarterback for Florida State. I don't know if the defense can be on the field the whole time for Florida State. I heard all those things. I heard all those things. I heard all those things about Jake Plummer, Jack Plummer, excuse me, Jack Plummer. And it's 3,000 plus yards and he's 21 touchdowns and da da da. He reads the field and they have their starter and Florida State does. Florida State's defense looked better than Louisville's defense, which, by the way, was pretty much a top 10 defense, if not better, the entire year while they went 10-3. and Louisville is a pretty good team. They're not great. They're not elite, but they're pretty good. Okay? They're pretty good. They beat Notre Dame. They beat Duke this year. Louisville is no slouch. <laughs> which brings me to the scheduling. I'm going to compare next. Florida State with Michigan, with Texas, and those are really, and Michigan, those are really the only discussions because Washington is a slam dunk because they played in probably the best conference in college football in terms of the Pac-12. You could argue SEC. I know out of conference, they didn't have that great of a record, but you can still argue them because they're at the SEC and you just, I mean, you look at the talent in the trenches, the NFL guys. I mean, you can still argue it, but either way, I don't care who you pick. Pac-12 probably, okay, yeah, well, all right, Washington's in. They're, they're, they're slam dunk. Alabama, give me a break. They beat Ole Miss. They beat LSU. They beat Tennessee. They beat two-time defending champ Georgia. Alabama's in. I got no problem with it. And, I, and again, I also don't have a problem that Michigan is in as well. But I think that instead of making this a Florida State, Texas, Florida State, Alabama, Florida State, Alabama, Texas, Texas, Bama, Florida State argument with that Bermuda Triangle, I think it's important to compare Florida State to Texas and Florida State to Michigan. Not Alabama, because Alabama's resume is spectacular compared to Michigan's. Well, I got news for you. Florida State's is not only better than Texas, it's better than Michigan's. Having said that, I don't have a problem Michigan getting in, but I think that there should be more discussion about that. And I'm going to get to that next on the ML Sports Platter, brought to you by Stanley Law Offices. Together, they'll work to get you the maximum reward. And a big thanks to our associate sponsors, the Al and Angus Pub, Brewerton Ace Hardware, 
Stumble and Monkey Brewing Company and Welch and Company Jewelers. The holidays are here. Make sure you shop the showcase at welchjewelers.com. Engagement rings, wedding rings, bracelets, necklaces, and more. It's all at Welch and Company Jewelers. Welchjewelers.com. And get them on Facebook for their December specials as well. Welch and Company Jewelers, the official jewelry store of the MLSP. Platter back with you all over the major platforms brought to you by the Allen Angus Pub, Bowers and Company, CPAs, and Elevate Fitness of Syracuse. So I did a, 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 a live Twitter. I've done a bunch of videos on this, and I want to thank my man Jason Staples, who does an unbelievable job covering the ACC. You know, previously was really, really, you know, day-to-day with Florida State, still all over Florida State, but with Inside Carolina. Um, and uh, he's just, he, you know, he's an author. He's He's a co- been a coach. Uh, he knows his football inside and out, one of the most respected guys in the business. And he had shared it out there and it just blew up. I mean, I think it's at like 3,500 views right now. Um, cause Jason quote tweeted this and, and I, I basically did a video that like Florida state's schedule is better than Michigan's. I mean, it, it, it and, and frankly, it isn't even close and, and this really should be talked about more. Okay. Michigan's schedule. And again, I understand that you book games in advance. You're out of conference schedule. However, they played East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green in the, in the non-con, okay? Now, if you're a program that expects to, even when you're down, get back to glory, because you can go through laws. Everybody has tough stretches. Look at the stretch Nebraska's in. They've been in, in, in this rut for, like, decades now. Going back to Tom Osborne and those Tommy Frazier teams of the 90s, they have sucked pretty much ever since. I mean, and that's Nebraska football. That's a big brand huge, you know, only thing to do in Lincoln, like one of the top probably 15 programs in college football history. Even with that law, you still have to look at the history of it all. Well, when you think about Michigan, Ohio State, Florida, Florida State, USC, Oklahoma, Georgia, Bama, LSU, these kind of schools, you have to assume, yeah, we're down maybe a year, two, three, but we will get back, especially now, NIL transfer portal. If you have big money, you can, you know, buy players, uh, everything's cyclical, conference expansion. There's so much that is in your favor. F- facilities, history, uniform, uh, social media, all of it's in your favor as a big brand football program to the point where if you're, like, look at Clemson now. How long is Clemson really going to be down, right? So you have to eventually go, oh, well, we probably should three, four years from now at least schedule somebody. Michigan didn't do that. They didn't do that. They did not do that. East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green in the non-con, really? Then the Big Ten, Rutgers, again, I'm not blaming them for who you play in the Big Ten. It is what it is, and the you know the, the unbalanced situation has you play certain schedules that are weaker. Other times you play stronger. But Rutgers, Nebraska, Minnesota, Indiana, Michigan State, Purdue, they played no one of relevance until they were 9-0. And I give them credit for winning without Harbaugh and all the rest. But, you know, an assistant coach crying on television and all this other sort of thing, so what? Like, doesn't do it for me. You have to fight adversity. whoop de doo Jordan Travis got hurt <clears throat> for Florida State, and so did the backup. And they won all their games, too. Then you play Penn State on the road. Again, great win against a really good team. I don't think Penn State's a great team because I think their offense is, is, is garbage. But they're everywhere else, they're really sound. James Franklin also chokes when it matters most. I think they're a really good team. I do not think they're a great team. Then they beat Maryland on the road barely. Ohio State, great team, beat them. We know all the eggs are in that basket. I'm down, good for you. Then you play a really good team, or, well, I'd say a good team in Iowa. So you beat a really good team, a great team, and a good team. And you shut out Iowa because they've set football back 60 years with their offense. Okay, is that resume spectacular? It absolutely is not. It's not. They beat a great Ohio State team. They did not beat another great team. They did not. How about the Texas Longhorns? <clears throat> the Texas Longhorns beat a great team in Alabama. They beat a really good team in Oklahoma. Or they lost to a really good team in Oklahoma, excuse me. 
They beat a good team in Kansas State. They wiped the floor with a good team in Oklahoma State. They beat Kansas a good team. Okay. And? <laughs> and? Like, what? I mean, they, they didn't even beat... I mean, they beat one great team as well, just like Michigan. But then you beat good, you beat good, you beat good, and then you lost to really good. Okay. Let's go to Florida State. Let's go to Florida State. They beat a top five team to start the year. Started slow against LSU. But then they wiped the floor with them 45-24 once Jordan Travis got going. And in that game, he was absolutely spectacular. 342 yards through the air. Uh, Benson, you know, running the football. Uh, They were unstoppable with their, you know, two-headed monster of Johnny Wilson, Keon Coleman. By the way, if they had caught the ball in the first half, they would have won this game by 40 because it was that one-sided. But Jaden Daniels showed early flashes that he's a Heisman Trophy candidate in this game. So Florida State wiped the floor with three touchdowns against a great LSU team, a national championship contender at that time and really through the year, and probably your Heisman Trophy winner as I record this. Okay, Then you beat Southern Miss, eh, out of conference, whatever, but you already beat LSU. It doesn't matter who you play in the non-con. Southern Miss, and then you go ACC style. You beat BC on the road, okay? Took OT to beat Clemson on the road. They're a down Clemson team. I get that. But you know what? They're still Clemson. Still NFL guys on both sides. Still got Dabo. Still Death Valley. Still a rivalry. You beat them in OT. Now, I know that Clemson was up in that game. They probably should have won that game. The key play to the game, obviously, was you know Florida State blitzing there from the right side. Creating all kinds of havoc. Creating the turnover. Florida State you know, ends up squeaking that one out. Then you beat Vitek, Syracuse whatever. But again, you can't blame them for playing those teams because it's your schedule, just like you can't blame Michigan. Then you beat a good team in Duke. Then you beat Wake, Pitt, Miami, North Alabama, Florida on the road. Still a really, really good win because it's a rivalry game. Florida State, Florida, it's just like Ohio State, Michigan. Even though Florida's nowhere near the quality of Ohio State, it's still that rivalry feel. It's a great win against a good team. A good team. Not a great team. It's just a great win against a good team, right? Both can apply. And then you beat I would actually say Louisville a really good team because their defense can take you out of it at any time and they have the ability to score 30 points except that Florida State shut them down and they beat them with their third string quarterback. Oh, they won ugly. Oh, well. Michigan beat Iowa ugly. That game was ugly in the first, what, three quarters. It was unwatchable. (laughs) But Florida State can't win ugly, remember? They can't win ugly. So what we have with Florida State, beat a great team in LSU, beat a good team in Duke, Beat a really good team in Louisville. Beat, I would say, a a, a really good team in Clemson, despite the fact that they're down. If this is as awful as it gets at Clemson, give me 8-4, and where you're one possession away from beating Florida State. You're one possession away from beating Miami. You beat Notre Dame, right? You beat North Carolina. I mean, you, you, you lost to number four in the country. You beat number 15 and 20 in the country. And you're eight and four, and you were three possessions away from being eleven and one. That's that's what we're looking at, because I, I throw the I throw the Duke game away because they just got absolutely murdered in the first week of the season. But they were one possession NC State, one possession Miami, one probably one, one possession Florida State, one possession Miami. I'd probably say one or two possessions with NC State. That's it. That's it. Eight and four, eleven and one. That's football. That's how it works. Plays huge plays matter. But eight and four Clemson. I would argue that 8-4 and four Clemson is better than Iowa and better than Penn State and everybody in the Big Ten schedule, 
hands down. Louisville, better than everybody that Michigan played except Ohio State. I would say that Louisville and Clemson and LSU are better than everybody that Texas beat except for Alabama. And I would say that all of those teams are better. Well, I would say that all of those teams are better than everybody. Well, no, LSU. I'm going to say LSU is better than everybody that that Michigan played. Yes, I said it. I think LSU is better than Ohio State. I think Ohio State's significantly down this year. I think LSU is better than everybody Michigan played. I think LSU is better than everybody Texas played except Bama. And then the other teams on the, the schedule are better than everybody that Texas played except for Bama and everybody that that Michigan played except for Ohio State. Seriously? And Florida State also doesn't have a blemish. They don't have a loss. So they got completely host. That's that's just all there is to it. Their schedule, their resume is better than Michigan's, better than Texas's. While I say that, I don't mind Michigan getting in, but I need more people to talk about how Florida State's schedule is better than Michigan. Period. End of discussion. Period. End of discussion. That's it. That's the list. Now, we move on to the teams that got in. And Texas had a great year. You know, they beat Bama. They're back. Sark, the offense. Quinn Ewers has been absolutely ridiculous. They're one of the most fun teams to watch in the country. I love watching the kid Jonathan Brooks run it. They've got him running 1,100 yards plus. They've got a, a cast of characters catching it. And Quinn Ewers, Ewers went for 3,100 plus through the air. Okay? This is also with Arch Manning on the bench. <laughs> so Texas is set. Assuming he doesn't transfer, Texas will have a shot to win the national championship. Michigan's the only team in the college football playoff that I think doesn't have a major, um, you know, a major electric offense, but they can beat you in, in a bunch of different ways. Um, you know, and I think that uh, uh, special teams, defense, great stuff out of Michigan this year, obviously running the table, even though. You know, the schedule was a lot weaker, I thought, than Florida State. It's still hard to go undefeated. You still have to credit them. They did win without Harbaugh. I just think Florida State's resume is better. It's just it's just better. And nobody's talking about it, and they should. They have a month to talk about it. So let's see if anybody, you know, grows a pair. The guy who should talk about it is Booger McFarland because he's been all, all over this from the get-go, right? Um, you know, but Michigan has a really, they have a great team. And they have a ton of NFL guys. They've got class guys. They have Blake Corum. I love watching him run the football. They're suffocating on defense. They don't make a lot of mistakes, um, they they deserve to be in the playoff, but so does Florida State. So, uh, look, if you took Florida State over Michigan, I think that's totally fine. And if you took Florida State over Texas, I think that's totally fine. I don't mind Michigan being there, but if Michigan's going to be there, pull Texas out, put Florida State in. If you want to, if you are ultimately all about that one game with Texas beating Alabama, then then fine. Then put Texas Bama in and Washington and pull Michigan and put Florida State in. Oh no, Michigan can't be the one that's a Power Five undefeated. Why can Florida State be then? Why can Florida State be the team that's unbeaten that gets left out with a stronger resume than Michigan? Why why can they be left out? But, you know, the almighty Michigan can't, really. And by the way, Michigan is, should not be the number one seed. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Washington should be the number one seed. They should be the number one seed, period. Look at Washington's resume. You want to go, let, Washington, Michael Penix Jr., Heisman Trophy candidate. Unbelievable offense. Ridiculous, Right? Out of conference is pretty weak, but Pac-12 was unreal this year. You beat Oregon twice. Number eight and number five in the country, twice. You beat USC on the road, number 20. What a game that was. You beat Utah, number 18, number 11, Oregon State. One, two, three, four, five ranked teams. And you beat Arizona on the road before Arizona got really, really hot. And Arizona finished nine and three. They're number 14 in the country. 
So they didn't beat number 14 at the time, but you can chalk that one up if, if you do the whole end of season, who did you beat at the end rank team argument instead of at the time rank team. Penix Jr., this offense, they are so fun to watch. It's unbelievable. They've got Dylan Johnson at running. Again, they have a trio. I always talk about this with my NFL conversation. You have a trio of offensive guys getting it done. Yeah, Penix Jr., 33 touchdowns this year, man, through the air. 33. Right? You had Dylan Johnson running it like crazy. 1,100-yard season, 14 touchdowns. And Romeo Dunze, who's probably the best receiver not named Marvin Harrison Jr. And you got to deal with Jalen Polk. I mean, that's 2,500 yards almost of receiving right there between just those two guys and 21 touchdowns. Adunze and Polk, Dylan Johnson, Penix Jr., best offense in college football. They went undefeated. They beat five ranked teams, and if you chalk it up at the end and do that thing that I mentioned, they beat six. They should be the one seed. Bama, we know their story, totally deserving to be there. Would never in a million years pull them out. Their resume is more impressive than Florida State's. Their resume is more impressive than... Michigan's, their resume is more impressive than Texas's, even though Texas beat them head to head. And again, this is all around resume. Don't lose yourself here. Because when you look at the SEC, and I understand that they, you know, were iffy out of conference, you know, the non-con games, they still beat number 15 Ole Miss. They beat number 17 Tennessee, number 14 LSU. And they did what nobody's done the last <clears throat> multiple years. They beat the two-time defending champion in Georgia. Georgia hadn't lost a game in forever. They, they were the ones who ended it. You want to tell me they got lucky against Auburn, against Arkansas? You want to tell me they got lucky <clears throat> on the road against Texas A&M? Whatever. You want to tell me about 4th and 31 in the Iron Bowl? Be my guests. Luck comes with it. What, the Auburn defensive coordinator, you know, spying the quarterback, Milrow, on 4th and 31 in the Iron Bowl? It was a stupid move. Did Alabama benefit? Yeah. Milrow still had to make the throw. He still had to read it. Sometimes somebody makes a mistake and you benefit. And then you execute. That's sports. whoop do you do I'm not a big like, well, if that didn't happen, but it did. Alabama's resume is grossly impressive. It's ridiculously impressive. I think Washington's is more impressive, but not by much. I think it's 1-1A, one one but I think Bama's is more impressive than Texas and Michigan. And Florida State, for that matter. I think Florida State's is much closer to Alabama's than you know Michigan and Texas's resume. That's for sure. So here we are. Uh, Saban's at it again. The ratings are going to be through the roof. That's how they wanted it. That's how they planned it. Again, Florida State's a pretty darn big brand too, though. I, that's the other thing that's pretty funny. It's like, everybody, oh, well, they wanted this because of the brands and the money. And Florida State's probably a bigger brand than Washington. <laughs> so, I mean, you know. Alabama, Michigan, Texas. Yeah, they're, they're bigger brands probably than FSU. I would say that. They probably, gar- well, they, they definitely garner more money. But does Washington garner more money? A Northwest team in the Pac-12 from years gone by? They had an amazing year this year, the whole Dion stuff and all these ranked teams and the quarterbacks. You know, they're probably going to get three, four guys in the top 15, 20 of the draft. Probably going to get three in the top five, right? <clears throat> but is Washington a bigger brand than Florida State? Uh, my sister went to Florida State. I'm not as familiar, as close to Washington as I am FSU. So maybe there's a little of that in there. But Washington? Bigger brand than Florida State, playing all those games at 9, 10 o'clock at night. Florida State, Charlie Ward, Bobby Bowden, national pedigree, all those 90s teams, they make movies about Florida State. They make documentaries about Florida State. I just watched two of them. I watched the Charlie Ward one, and I watched the undefeated season one. Um, 
you know, I watched the, uh, what was it, the 99 team, right? When they had lost to Tennessee and all that sort of stuff was going on and Peter Warwick came back and they came back and beat, <clears throat> or I guess it was the 98 team, excuse me, the 98 team that, well, the 99 team that went undefeated, but the 98 team that lost to, you know, Tennessee and all that sort of thing. Um, you know, Peter Warwick coming back and setting the, the program ablaze and you had all these unreal NFL players on both sides of the ball. <clears throat> I mean, they don't make documentaries about Washington, do they? I don't know. I, I think Chief Osceola slamming the spear in the field is a lot more recognizable than a purple W. Just my thought. Florida State's a bigger brand. Florida State makes more money. This whole, you know, oh, the big brand, big money. Yeah, Bama, Michigan, Texas. Not Washington. <laughs> Florida State's a bigger brand than Washington. <clears throat> I don't know what the athletic budgets are. Maybe Washington's is a little bit more. But as far as traveling and big brand and all that sort of thing and money made, you can you can maybe make more money nationally, TV contracts and all the rest. You can make more money than somebody else and, and, and have a smaller athletic budget. I would think that that's possible too, right? Florida State's a bigger brand. That's all there is to it. So Florida State got host. I am looking forward to the college football playoff matchups. I just wish that Florida State was in there and that the right decisions were made. ML Sports Platter here, brought to you by Stanley Law Office's Ken's Auto Detailing, Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, and our great, great friend over at Maple Down Senior Living Community. Call Courtney today. Get your loved one into Maple Down Senior Living Community. Google a place for mom or visit caring.com, 315-400-9666, 315-400-9666. Courtney at Maple Down Senior Living Community. And a tip of the cap, thank you as well, to the Vince Aguera Consulting Group and Brian Conboy at Mass Mutual New York State. Tax-efficient retirement planning today. Go with Brian at advisors.massmutual.com. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. Hi, this is Joe Convertino, Sr. of CH Insurance. And this is Joe Jr. It's a busy time of year for all of us. Because we recognize success is never a solo act, we want to take the time to thank the Central New York community we're so proud to be a part of. And thanks to our terrific clients, carrier partners, vendors, and most importantly, our dedicated CH team for making this one amazing year. Happy Happy holidays from CH Insurance. In your corner. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, man, do I have the best deal for you. How about going with my friends at Bet Online? This is one of the busiest times of year. College football, NFL, 50% off your welcome bonus today with Bet Online. Head on over to betonline.ag. That's betonline.ag. It's a 50% bonus up to $1,000 with our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V. B L E A V. Bet Online. BetOnline.ag is the website. BetOnline, where the game starts. Fall is simply football season, and fans across the country are hoping that preseason hype leads to postseason success. In the NFL, we'll see if early Super Bowl favorites like the Chiefs, Eagles, 49ers, and Bills can hold off up-and-comers. And college football fans are wondering if Georgia will make it a three-peat or if top-ranked challengers like Michigan or Florida State can take home the national championship trophy. The college football and NFL seasons are defined by big plays, injuries, and coaching decisions. As a football fan, I also want to hear about the behind-the-scenes and off-field stories that shape the season. 
The football interviews and topics you hear on the ML Sports Platter are shaped by lessons learned at St. Bonaventure University. The online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism at St. Bonnie equips reporters and hosts for digital storytelling across the sports world. Students learn how to tell compelling stories through digital and traditional platforms. They are also encouraged to envision the future of sports journalism with their capstone projects. This 100% online degree builds on decades of academic excellence, and I'm a proud Bonnie, and I can tell you that you can join me in a growing list of notable graduates, including the New York Post Mike Vaccaro and ESPN's Raina Banks. In fact, you'll hear from an accomplished alum or industry expert during video masterclasses in each course. Contact an enrollment advisor at sbujournalism.com. That's sbujournalism.com today to learn more about the online Master of Sports Journalism. That's sbujournalism.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.